Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode, a creepy episode, to welcome you to the upcoming month of October, the scary month. It's me, Johnny Townsend, and over there, that's him, Christopher Chavez, and this is That's Odd. That's Odd. That's Odd. What's going on, Chris? Not much. Ooh, October, dude. I'm so happy October is literally on the doorstep. It's knocking on my door. It's saying, let me in so I can creep you out. Yeah, I I really love October quite a lot. I truly do. Fall is one of my favorite seasons to start with. So that's coming around the corner. Yep. Uh, there's just something about... I know people love horror films, and that's not for me. But I do love like Halloween-themed episodes of shows. Like the spookiness of, of the season. Yeah. Yes, like I love uh, Simpsons uh, Treehouse of Horror, I love those. My favorite. Like I love uh, Bob's Burgers always does a Halloween episode. Yep, those are good uh, too. I love the specials from the from the Garfield specials, one of my all-time favorite things. Oh man, that's right. Yeah, uh, and I, and every year I got to watch, uh, you know, Ernest getting scared stupidly, and I have to watch uh, the Sanderson sisters, uh, you know, because there there's a bunch of hocus pocus going on, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, those are all classics, dude. Those are all definitely classics. I have to make sure Halloween is in that that rotation. Uh, and I just usually I do a. I always try to challenge myself to do thirty one days of horror and watch thirty one movies. And I always fall off at some point. I never complete it. So this year, this year, going for it. Gonna go Uh-oh. for it, dude. Uh oh. I'm. Uh, I was thinking about posting it on the Facebook page, posting my 31 days of horror list, and seeing if anyone else, any of our creepers, want to join in and see how far we can all go, diving into the madness of horror. I think you should. It'll it'll help you be motivated too. Oh, for sure. For for all the fun yeah. stuff coming to pa- 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 Patreon. That's right. That's right. We got some goodies, as they say, some trick or treats. 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 A tour. lot of treats. Maybe a couple tricks. We'll yeah, see. depending on you know who's in charge. <laughs> I'll have something way to the Patreons. I'll have something titled like "Interview with Robert England," and everybody's like, "Holy crap!" And it's totally not. Yes, yeah, totally. Not. It's just, it's just a, some it's guy, a guy named Robert some guy England from yeah, some guy from Robert, some guy named Robert from England. <laughs> Hello, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mate. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> I'm from England. So, uh, so yeah, we're back, dude. Th- that's odd. As uh, listeners know, we were late on the last episode, so that's why they're getting two. Basically, it seems like two just went a few a few days span. I didn't want to be behind on the amount of content we're giving them. So, right. uh, at least on this front, and then uh, make sure that uh, we got another one up. So. We decided we're going to have some fun and do one of our lists, our BuzzFeed lists. And this one I came across when I was trying to figure out something to do for that side a few weeks ago. Uh, and one of the things on this list I had found very fascinating. Uh, and then I thought, oh, this list is actually really cool. We should go through it the way we do when we go through lists. And uh, here we are. That's right. Uh, it's on BuzzFeed, of course. And it's the 15 of the most WTF. WTF? Facts about serial killers. <laughs> They're hiding in plain sight, Chris. They are hiding in plain they sight. They are. They are. Um, now, here's the here's the thing about serial killers. I find them 
to be this is a weird word to say because they're monsters right yeah. they're monster people they truly are garbage humans but right they're fascinating at the same time right like how like what would drive somebody to think that way maybe it's a good that I, that we don't understand it you know but uh, you know how does someone do these things right because these... it'd be kind of weird if we understood it wouldn't that be right. almost like um s- sympathizing with it you know what i mean correct correct and, and i never do that yeah you don't want to do that at all no no these are terrible people they're true true monsters there are monsters among us you know i, I can't remember what the number is but you know there's always that study that comes out and says that like in the united states there's at least so many active serial killers going on at the moment oh my god really yeah that type of, i don't remember what the number is but it's higher than you want it to be <laughs> i'm looking it up right now uh okay. how many active serial killers in america are you ready for this we're gonna start it off nice and creepy okay uh-huh how many active serial killers are in the U.S. at any given time? The FBI estimates that there are between 25 and 50 serial killers operating throughout the U.S. at any given time. If there are 50, then each one is responsible for an average of three murders per year. That is horrifying. Good Lord. Now, here's uh, this is some weird thing uh, also. Top four serial killers uh, by proven victims. You know who's on top of that list? Who's that? John Wayne Gacy. That makes sense. He's definitely a heavy hitter. The other three are from out of the country. One, uh, this uh, number two is Ali Borujerdi from the Ottoman Empire, uh, Iraq, Persia. Uh, Vasily Komarov, a Russian Soviet Union, and uh, Ramadan Mansour from Egypt. You know, they they say now with the internet era and all this kind of stuff that it's in cell phones and such that it's it's tougher for these people, these type of people. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it must not be because they still hide pretty well. You know, no. yeah, it's crazy. Like, like I remember uh, to this day, anytime. Uh, uh, you know, like recently, very recently, that one guy who was on the border patrol. Yep. Uh, you know, was he said that he murdered? I forgot how many people. It's at least three, right? And that's <laughs> and that's horrible. And the only reason that he would have had another one if she hadn't gotten away. Yep. Uh, so like even to this day, they catch people like this, and it still is. I'm still like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it's almost you like know. it never ceases to amaze. You think to yourself, after all the stuff we see in the news and the way things are anymore, you you see something and you go, "Well, I'm not surprised." I mean, there's nothing in the news that could surprise me. But then, like you said, you hear about a, a serial murder or something just so horrific where you're just like, "Whoa, what? Like, what would drive? Like, it it, it does. It catches you off guard." Yeah, it truly, truly does. But uh, what's what this list is? Is uh, some some facts about serial killers that you like, like because when you think serial killer, again, uh, you're fascinated. But again, these people are garbage. They're cold blooded killers. They're your thought is there's it's those vacant eyes. You know what I mean? It's Michael yeah. Myers basically. Uh, but there's all kinds of little things that you may not have known about some of these people that again makes it even scarier presents them in a light that they could just be your neighbor they could be you know the guy you work with sitting two cubicles away from you and that's always the interview they do too when they catch somebody <laughs> they always interview somebody who either worked with them or was their neighbor like, yeah uh, I, di- I didn't i didn't think that he was capable of that he seemed so normal 
Uh, how the, often uh, did you interact with him, sir? Oh, no, all the time. I saw him outside his house and he'd wave at me. Okay, you never saw him carrying any weird baggage to his car, any big, bulky, you know, garbage bags, tarps? Oh, sometimes. I mean, like once a week, but I didn't, th- I mean, you know, it's, it's his business. Okay. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you so much. And uh, back to you. Uh, yes, thank you for that report there, Tim. Uh, but that's that's literally. I remember um, every <laughs> it never fails. They always interview somebody who lives in that neighborhood, yeah, or or has worked with the person or whatever, and they're and they're almost always say uh, he kind of kept to himself, but yeah. he seemed normal. Crazy dude. Yeah. So uh, these are all little weird, strange things about serial killers like let's do you want me to go first do you want to go first yeah we can go first i was gonna say right before we start it's funny that we've only covered a couple of serial killers on history creeps for as long as we've done this and i realized the last episode that just went up is technically if you count history creeps and that's odd together was our hundredth episode Oh, oh, that's a big deal i didn't even know that yeah i was i was just noticing that but the, the but all, but what i'm saying though is like We've gone through that many episodes, and we've only covered H.H. H. Holmes and Jack the Ripper. I don't think we've covered any other any other real serial killers, have we? Zodiac. I we, think Zodiac. We did killer. Zodiac. Yeah. We did Zodiac. Uh, I think that's, that's about it, I, though. I think the reason is, I know for me, anyway, I do a lot of research for these when it's my topic. Ah, uh, you don't. And, and, and I remember the Zodiac one especially. Like, man, it's just... I can only do. I can only handle the darkness so much. Yeah, right. Then you got to <laughs> put... It's very tough. You got to put... Uh, What's it called? Ernest saves, gotta, saves Halloween. Yeah, Ernest. Yeah, Ernest saves Halloween. I gotta <laughs> Ernest, put it on. Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, I gotta watch something to cleanse the palate to help Ernest, me out a little bit. Ernest saves yeah. Halloween, the second not so popular uh, yeah. follow up to Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and kick this off, dude. Some uh, again, these guys got this is some of the darkest stuff, but at least you can you know see that. Oh, this this is what's scary, dude. These could be just normal people. Yeah, yeah. So number one, Ted Bundy saved a child from drowning, which is just a weird statement right there, right? This this guy who I'm when you think serial killer, he's one of the top names you think of right away. Oh yeah. And the first thing is he actually saved a child's life. Nope. Which seems Never counter- that. no seems counterproductive to what he would later be found out of, of doing. Uh, but yes, that's right. A serial killer actually saved a life. Not just but that wasn't the that wasn't the only thing he did, and it wasn't just a life; it was a child's life. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the only amazing thing that he did. He also got a commendation from the Seattle police for chasing down a purse thief. <laughs> How do you think course, he subdued the guy? He bit him. He might have. <laughs> it's like chewing yeah. like a dog you know when a dog chases you down yeah like instead he of probably didn't even you, know that was, he of, didn't even know that was a purse thief he just happened to see this guy and he thought he looked delicious <laughs> he's like chewing on him the guy's like yeah. i give up i give up he's like i don't oh tastes oh. delicious <laughs> of course bundy would go on to confess to 30 murders uh yeah though authorities authorities suspect there may be more that's crazy, dude. That's just, I don't know. You never would think that kind of a thing. You know what I mean? And you know how it is, like, sometimes you see, uh, and I know the news has been really bad about doing this sometimes. Uh, well, not sometimes, a lot of times. Like, you'll see that kid that uh, that he, he raped that one girl behind the dumpster, and, and then all the news would talk about was, like, his swim statistics and, like, how good he was at, in school. 
Yeah. yeah so like if, if, if Bundy were alive today or were this hall had gone down today and they had just caught him, would this be Ted Bundy who once saved the child from drowning and chased down a police or a, a person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like they, it's like we have a weird tendency to want to, uh, if somebody did something horrific, find we want to say, we want to find something good they did too to kind of show both sides of this person. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and look at this list. That's what this whole list is, yeah. right? Looking at all these weirdos with, uh, with, with some of the lighter side of their personalities. So number two here is uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. We know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Um, he was the, he was one of the guys that ate people too, right? I believe so. So these two, uh, so Jeffrey Dahmer pulled so many weird pranks in high school. His class named classmates dubbed it doing a Dahmer. <laughs> that's just that's just so funny because of the horrific things he would actually do. Yeah, and it totally changes what doing a Dahmer means now. It's he was he was uh, convicted of murdering seventeen people and is suspected to have eaten some of them. Uh, it, it says here on the BuzzFeed thing, in light of this legacy, doing a Dahmer probably has a very different meaning now. It makes it harder. To, it makes it hard to enjoy his yearbook signatures. Um, dude, like, I don't know. When you're young it, and you're and somebody and, and you know you're known for something like that, you're proud, right? You're like, heck yeah, doing a Dahmer. People are like, we're gonna call it doing a Dahmer. People do have a weird. Uh, need. Well, I don't want to say need, but like a fascination with like how close they came to infamous people. Yeah, uh, I have I have a really good friend, and uh, she told me once that I can't remember the BT the BTK killer. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, but uh, where he was, uh, he would used to come into a restaurant that she worked at all the time. <laughs> Weird. So she dude. would just tell me about that, and he would come in there with his family. Uh, so it's. So, like, it's just always weird. I was thinking back at all the people in my high school that I went to high school with. Yeah. I, one of them, like, the, I was going to ask you this. Do you have anybody in yours that... Uh, I don't think so, to be honest. kind of did something weird? I don't think so. Maybe. I'd have to look back, but I really don't think so. I, I have one guy who I actually knew very well, and I considered him a friend. who realized uh, that's in past tense, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he went on, his dad was a pastor and he went on to follow his dad's footsteps. And then later, the reason he's in jail now is for, uh, indecent liberties with someone much younger than he. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. So good Lord. Yeah. It's quite disgusting. That is crazy. Now for Dahmer, dude, can you imagine like how his high school friends were? Like yeah. they grew up calling, like pulling pranks, calling it doing a Dahmer. And then the news comes on that this guy's, you know what I'm saying? And Who's the first one to contact one of their friends and just pull that offensive joke with like, huh, bet you what he was doing a Dahmer. Uh, what if, uh, what if somebody didn't know, they didn't know the news and they were, <laughs> and they were just pulling a prank on their buddies and they go, ha ha ha, I got you with that Dahmer, didn't I? <laughs> and, they're like, and everybody's like, me? oh man, it's too soon, dude. It's too soon. <laughs> oh Lord. What's number three on this list? Yeah. Now we're going on to John Wayne Gacy, the, the clown. terrifying clown himself. Himself, uh, he shook hands. I knew this one actually. He shook hands with former First Lady uh, Rosaline Carter. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. When he wasn't uh, painting terrifying clowns or murdering people, Gacy served as a local precinct captain. I knew that too. In the local Democratic Party. Do you see what I'm saying when I say it could just yeah. be the, no the you, okay? So uh, the it's voting time came and passed or whatever it is right. You go, you vote. 
and the people running the place, they're there. They're just checking your name in, right? And the entire time yeah. they're sitting there checking your name in, they're looking at people thinking, I could eat you. I could eat you. You don't <laughs> yeah. realize that I could eat you. You know what I mean? Or I could kill you. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird, dude, that like it's just this normal, hey, by the way, I'm helping out the Democratic Party and hello, uh, First Lady. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this guy, you know, obviously everybody's heard of his name, but he's so infamous that the new uh, Joker uh, is kind of based on him a little bit. Like his clown, his face paint. Oh, wow. They used him as an influence. Good Lord. Yeah. The Phoenix face paint. Good Lord. Um, Next. Number four, Dennis Rader. There you go, BTK. Yeah, there he is. Yep. He worked for ADT Security Services installing home security alarms uh, for 14 That's terrifying. years. Yeah, 14 years. That's insane, dude. So to know that this guy knew how to get into your house, he was installing the alarm, and he was setting the password that he gave you. you here's your new password. He's ha You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wonder how yeah. often he, he maybe went back. And he's the worst kind of serial killer, too, because he's so freaking proud of himself, and he thinks he's so dang smart that it's beyond annoying. If you ever listen to any interview with this guy, it is, ugh, you just get tired of him I've right actually away. not. I've not really heard anything about this guy. I mean, I know about the, the, the bind torture kill, but I never yeah. really listened to him speak or any of that. I have to check You're, that out. You know how he got caught, right? No. He went years without doing anything and to the point where he had his family and the family knew nothing about any of this kind of stuff. He had kids and all this kind of stuff. He was, uh, I forgot who he was in his church. He was involved with the church and he was like a high member there. And he decided that since it had been a while and the police were no closer to catching him, that he would start sending them letters again because he needed the attention, you know, I guess. Really? And so he sends them more letters and the idiot uh, they they could track it down to that church because, to the church that he sent them from. What a what a yeah. moron, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Good lord. Some people and He was and he was a and he was a horrible human being too, by the way. The things he did to people was Ugh. was horrific. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one when we get into it for uh for history creeps. Uh, next one, dude, do the, you're up. Uh, this was actually the one that was fascinating to me. Rodney Alcala. I'm hoping I said that right. Won the dating game. That is, that is really bizarre. The dating game, dude. Yeah. Bachelor number two, Jed Mills said, uh, Alcala was very strange and that he had bizarre opinions and a very strange body language and aura. Thankfully, uh, Cheryl Brashaw refused to go on a date with him because she thought he was quote unquote creepy. <laughs> and of course he's suspected of killing over 130 people. Holy crap. But yeah, you yeah. can actually see this clip that the actual episode on YouTube of the dating game. And remember, and for anybody that doesn't know what the dating game was back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, there's was this game, right. dating game show where uh, a woman would sit on one side of this partition and on the other side were three eligible bachelors and she would question but them. Uh, they and, couldn't, they could not see each other. Right, exactly. And she yeah. would ask them questions and based on their answers, she would decide which one she thought she would want to go on a date with. Yeah. Yeah. And she uh, was very smart to say. Uh, I don't want to go out on with this guy. He sounds a little too creepy. Yes, <laughs> it's like bachelor, bachelor number one. Uh, I'd go back and find her, and any kind of any time I wanted to make a decision on something, I would run it by her because <laughs> it's obvious she makes great decisions. She's like bachelor number one. Uh, what would you wear on our first date? 
Your uh, blood. <laughs> I was going to say your skin. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, number six, Pedro Lopez was released from a mental hospital on $50 bail. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Never heard of him. Apparently, the uh, 110 murders, 1998, he was convicted of 110 murders. And that's when he was uh, released. He was released on $50 bail. Um, Interpol issued a warrant for his arrest in 2002. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. He was convicted of murdering 110 young girls, and he confessed to another 240. So wow. that when you hear people talking like that, that makes you wonder, though, like, is this for real or is there, does this guy have some sort of mental problem? You know what I mean? Because who does that? Yeah. And like, the other you issue- already busted for the 110. What's the point in throwing out all that crazy number? Yeah, and it, and what's worse is if he's lying, you're just hurting more families even more. You know, some of those families may want closure, and yeah. you're just just playing with their emotions, and that's terrible. Shh. But that's the other thing too about these people, right? They're uh, you never know when they're actually telling the truth or not. It's crazy because some of them want to take. I mean, it's any time, uh, any time you talk about any sort of uh, serial killing that's going on. Yeah. You always have people wanting to come out and say it was them when they had nothing to do with it at all. Yep. It's just, it's a weird like want no they want the notoriety. This this kind yep. of yeah, weird yeah. dude. All right, so number seven, Robert Lee Yates worked a prison guard worked as a prison guard in Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla, Washington. Walla Walla. Apart from the murder of thirteen prostitutes, Yates had a lot of other achievements, including three uh, service medals from the army. Good lord! And of course, he was going to be convicted of murdering thirteen people. So it's a prison guard, right? Ag- yeah. Again, you you know this guy's got three medals from the army service. He becomes a prison guard, and like you would think, this is an upstanding citizen. This is somebody that you know he knows the difference between right and wrong, and he is on the side of law and order. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's that happens a lot, though, right? Didn't the guy who they just arrested as the uh, Golden State Killer, uh, he was a police officer for a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so uh, this is not new. I mean, this happens. Uh, as a matter of fact, here you go, talking about a police officer. Number eight, Kenneth Bianchi. Do you know who Kenneth Bianchi is? Sounds quite familiar. I don't know uh, uh, exactly. See. He, he's known as uh, he's also known as the Hillside Strangler. Okay, yeah. He actually applied for a job at the Los Angeles Police Department, and even went on some ride-alongs in a patrol car. What? Huh? Uh, yeah. That he was. He and Angel Bono were uh, raped and murdered ten women. Is what he's convicted of. But before, uh, who knows if it's even before that? Uh, before he's convicted, at least. He applied to be a police officer. Now that doesn't surprise me because you would think somebody like this who want it would it would gain him access to victims easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's also a, a whole thing with uh, a lot of these serial killers have this issue where they want to be in a position of power and authority. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, number nine. Uh, Charles Neig enlisted in the United States Marine Corps. Now, I don't know if you know that name. The reason I know his name is because uh, the things he did, he did it with Leonard Lake. It was those two. They were a team. Uh, He's not exactly an upstanding patriot. He had to fake documents saying that he was born in Indiana to get in. And then while he was there, he stole weapons from the Marine Corps Air Station. Good Lord. And, of course, along with Leonard Lake, they were convicted of murdering 11 people. But they think the number could be as high as 25. 
Wow. Well, again, like you said, uh, you want a position of power. I just here's the thing with for me, um, if you're already that unstable, the kind of person that's wanting to kill people. Do you think he would have made it far? I don't think he would have made it far in the Marine Corps. I mean, he might have wanted to enlist it, but he would, there's no possible way he would have made it far at all. No, and in, and he he has sticky hands too, apparently. So yeah, they're so, going to find out sooner or later. At some at some point, I can't see him faking his way through the entire thing. Right, me either. All right, number ten, Marcel uh, Pediot Petiot. Okay, Marcel served as a mayor of the town of. Villa, uh, Villan, Villanueva, Villanueva, Villanueva. Good Lord, dude. All right. Uh, can you read that one? <laughs> Villanueva. Is it, Villanueva. Is it Villanueva? Villanueva. He's a French doctor and serial killer. He was convicted of multiple murders, um, uh, of murdering 27 people, though he confessed to, confessed to killing 63. Here we go again. It's almost like serial killers like to brag, right? They do. It's like, I mean, that's like, a big thing. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Uh, no, not 23, 63. Okay. Get it right. Yeah, I, I've also heard. I didn't work that hard for nothing. And, and I've never, and I've call never, me doctor, please. I'm, I've never been to prison and I hope to never go. Uh, I know I wouldn't make it in there, wow. <laughs> but, uh, but I've heard that another reason that they up their numbers is it helps them in prison. Like it gives them a better, uh, oh, they're like I, people are more afraid of them. Yeah, that type of thing. Maybe people uh, leave him alone and the number's higher. Possibly. So, yeah, it says here, between killing patients, uh, he was removed from office twice during during this time uh, of, of, of mayor during his tenure. But he was elected as a local counselor afterwards. So, like, he just, like, no matter what he thought of people, he still wanted to do good in politics. Like, he wanted to have a say in how the rule of the land went. Yeah. And that's... Uh... Uh, terrifying. Jeez. All terrifying. right, next. All right, this one is uh, this one is very odd. <laughs> this one is the definition of that's odd. Richard Chase believed. Now get this. He believed he could absorb vitamin C through his brain by placing oranges on his head. <laughs> now you know who this guy was was known as, right? He was. <laughs> he was the vampire killer. He was the guy that drank. His oh yes, bloods. yes, yeah. Yes. Bloods? Blood. Yes. His bloods. I'm with you. He drink their bloods. But which he should be able to just put somebody's neck on his head, right? You, <laughs> well, I was going to say, you would think he was getting all of the nutrients he needed by drinking the blood of his victims. Did he really think he needed more vitamin C? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he was a hypochondriac and felt as though his heart often stopped beating. Good Lord. He counteracted this with vampirism and initially injected himself with rabbit blood before moving on to people. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> He's... I would I would love like not to make light of the fact that he killed people cuz that's terrible, but it would be really funny if you're at a party and some guys there, right? And uh, like, "Hey, I got some let's eat some oranges." All right, and everybody's eating oranges. And then you look <laughs> at him and just put them you just put them on the top of his head. <laughs> just hold on. Oh man! <laughs> hey man, what's going on? Now here's the no, thing: is he, is he peeling like the the pieces of the orange and putting them on his head? Is he just putting the whole orange? Is it the, the orange orange peels? Like how is this working? No, no, I think it's the whole orange. It has to be right. He goes out to <laughs> breakfast. They give him a glass of orange juice. He just pours it on his head. <laughs> He's like, "Don't worry, I'm good." 
<laughs> Can I get a refill? Get my vitamin C for the day. Oh, man. Number 12. Uh, we've actually covered this, and so we do kind of know this weird little thing. H.H. H. Holmes was married to three women at the same time. We knew he was juggling these women. Uh, right. You know, and murdering them all differently as well. So he first married uh, Clara Lovering, then Murda Belknap, and finally Georgiana Yoke. Of course, uh, the murderer married them all under different names to avoid being caught. Uh, he confessed to murdering 27 people in his murder castle, although authorities suspect the number is much higher. This is the scarier guy right here, the guy that's not bragging and boasting and not inflating his numbers. This is the guy that he says, no, it's only 27. And they're like, are you sure? Because there's a whole lot more body pieces that just don't match out to 27. But yeah, it's only 27. So- he was a weird one, too, because it wasn't just that. I mean, he would just steal and all kinds of weird little crimes all the time anyway, on top of all That's this. That's right. Oh, remember he was also like uh, boiling the bodies and, and using the acid to get rid of all the, you know, the, the, the grizzle and meat and all that stuff. So it was just pure bone. And then he'd sell the full skeletons to the medical schools. Yeah, and if anybody got close to him, he pretty much killed them. Basically. So, so, so he uh, didn't want to be his friend. So, yeah, um, three women, though, wanted to marry him, that's for sure. Yeah, terrible, terrible man, but a glorious mustache. <laughs> and apparently a good husband. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Three, How is three he, good husbands. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, he's literally running three three marriages at once. Like, the dude's pretty good at that. Well, if you look at just – if you just look at it, because this article has a picture of him. If you just look at his face, he looks like he would, if you didn't know who he was, if you're just judging him purely on his looks, he looks like a handsome guy, right? Yeah. He looks kind of handsome. He's got, I mean, he, like I said, the mustache is incredible. Yeah. He does uh, look, he looks, those eyes are a little like creepy though. Like if you look at the eyes long enough, you can see that there's this tiredness to them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so it's almost like, is that because he has three wives he's tired or because he's just busy murdering people? <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. So number 13, <laughs> uh, John B- Bodkin Adams would make sure he always had cake while attending his operations. Wow. Now, in all fairness to him, cake is amazing. This is uh, This crazy. killer doctor wasn't just greedy for food, though he, apparently he liked his violent, his violent creams as well as cake. Uh, violet as in the color purple. When one patient prevented him from changing her husband's will to benefit himself, Adams waited until he died and she was in- incapacitated to steal a 22 karat gold pencil. He was uh, suspected of ending the lives of 200 patients. That's that's a crazy number. Yeah, we've seen stories like this. Like we've covered that's odd stories. Remember the the nursemaid that would kill the babies after she was yeah. helping, you know, helping deliver them. So we've seen where these people uh, again, you're sick and, and twisted and this is something that gets you off or this is something that you have this com- com- you know, compulsion to do. Uh, you're going to want positions where you're basically guaranteed uh, victims. You know, you want to be a police officer. Yeah. You want to work in a, in, a, in a prison system. You want to be a doctor um, because, again, it affords you literally of any victims. They're, they're just basically given to you. Uh, yeah, and when people are in the hospital, they're vulnerable in the first place. That's, dude, imagine, okay, yeah. so, you know, you've had, you've had some health issues this past year. You, you had to go to the hospital. I've been to the doctor, the cardiologist a few times. Imagine, like, you're going there, and you're literally trusting these people with your life. You're telling them all your, yeah. your, your everything. They're in the room with you, and for all you know, at the end of the night, they could be going home and finishing skinning their neighbor. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's cr- it's a... crazy to think about when you start seeing these stories. 
Yeah, because I don't know about you, but anytime I go to a doctor or anything, I automatically just trust them. <laughs> That's how I am. Uh, but yeah, that makes you think twice now about that. So uh, right. next on the list here is a, a gentleman by the name of Joe Ball. Uh, he looks like a winner, huh? Yeah. Joe Ball was an American ser- serial killer, sometimes referred to as the Alligator Man or the Butcher of Elmendorf. Uh, Joe Ball fed stray animals to alligators in his sociable inn. Uh, yeah, this led people to suspect that he was turning his human victims into alligator food, too. Uh, apparently he had an accomplice in terms of who the people he was killing. This guy, Clifton Wheeler, uh, Clifton Wheeler revealed that there was only two bodies, uh, which were found. Ball was suspected of murdering two women, though he shot himself before he could be taken into custody. Is that serial killer if it's two, two women or it's just the, the suspected murdering of two women? Like, did he kill other people and just feed him the alligator? Nobody knows about. I think just nobody just knows the number. Once he took his life, uh, I don't know. These are the only two that they had, you know, for sure that they had him a suspect to, huh? Yeah, and anytime, uh, you know, one of the signs of uh, someone who has major issues, including serial killers, is when they abuse animals in some way. Yeah. Oh, as a matter uh, of fact, I'm looking here at the Wikipedia. It says the victims are anywhere between 2 to 20. So, yeah, there's a chance that he did kill a lot more there in Elmendorf, Texas. Yeah, um, I don't know if I saw this video. Uh, this person was uh, was on YouTube, and they were talking about uh, what makes someone a sociopath, right? Like there's different things that a, that a therapist will will say you need to uh, check this box, and right. this box, and this box to be uh, be one of those. And one of them, of course, was you know hurting animals and stuff. Yeah. And they showed a quick picture of some lady who was caught on camera. Some old lady, by the way. Oh, God. Like, if you just saw this old lady on the street, you'd be like, oh, she looks really sweet. Help her. She's help not... her across the street and help her with her yeah. bags. Maybe she'll give you, like, a piece of Withers Originals or something. <laughs> Ooh, those you know, are she so like... good. <laughs> but then, But then there she is, just tossing a live cat into a trash no, can. Oh, dude. Oh, and closing man. the lid on top of it. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, so you don't, you never know. Who these people are. And me and you, Chris, we both, and a lot of people out there love animals. Yeah, for sure. So seeing this kind of stuff just really, really oh, kicks you yeah. in the gut. I can't take that stuff. I have, yeah. I can't, like Aaron will fi- we'll see, I'll, I'll look over at her while she's skimming through Facebook or something. And all of a sudden I start seeing her lip quivering and the, the tears. And I'm like, What's, what are you looking at? She's like, you don't want to know. Because she knows that I don't want to know if it has anything to do at all with an animal at all. I don't want to know. I just Because I know it happens, but I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to have to hear I, it. I, or... I like I like the good videos. Yes. The nice, sweet, yes. funny ones. I yes. love those. Like the little pit bull yeah. puppies laying on their bellies with the big smiles on their face. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't stand. I cannot stand that commercial. In the arms of <laughs> I know. I know Lynn, it happens. He's showing his poor puppy dogs just shivering in the cold how about instead of videotape them you take them inside and get them a freaking blanket <laughs> there, you, there you go well yeah you you have all the time to have to hold that camera and make sure the light yes. is right and make sure we catch them quivering uh, but yeah i hate seeing it dude i know it happens i hate seeing it so yeah uh yeah sociopaths uh, that's one of the things for sure that they look at well, we're going to end this list on a big, another heavy hitter. Uh, Otis Tool's grandmother was allegedly a Satanist who took him out to dig graves for rituals. Yowzers. But this one kind of, 
I don't want to say makes sense, but it's sort of like you feel like if somebody said this person grew up to be a serial killer and this is one of the things they didn't did in their childhood, you'd be like, yeah, that that makes sense, right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, lord. Like digging up graves is a weird weird thing. Uh, with an, no matter what you believe, by the way, Satanist or not, I don't care what you are. If you're going up digging up graves in one way or the it's other, gonna, it's kind of strange. It's going to affect you in some way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd never heard of this guy. I was just quickly looking him up. He's a serial killer and cannibal. Yes, he's. You don't know that you never heard of this guy. I never heard of this guy before. Oh man, he's life. he's horrendous. That's what uh, I see here. It says uh, it, it, this is the guy that murdered John Walsh's son. Yes. Yes. Wow. Or suspected of it. I don't know if they ever actually said he did it. Uh, I think I think it officially came out at some point, didn't it? At the end, I of know it, I know for sure, hundred percent, he was suspected of it. I don't remember if they said that it was definitely him. Yeah, or not. December two thousand eight, police announced definitively that it was oh, okay. O- tool, or, or, it was Tool that was responsible for the eighty one murder of John Walsh's son, uh, the famous America's Most Wanted host. Uh, it was a famous murder from back in the day, back in the 70s or 80s, 80s, I think. Uh, I remember it being a big deal like this kid was kidnapped and no one knew what happened to him. And then they found a, they found the head or they found the body without the head. I can't remember what it was. It was some, something horrific like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and like it just made you just feel like so horrible. I think that's – I mean, but the – I hate to say good thing, but the – the great thing that came out of that, though, is we, we got a lot better with Amber Alerts and that kind of stuff, and yeah. it's purely from that. And he went on, Walsh went on to do a lot of really good things yeah, the re- by helping the, capture a lot of people. The and reason stuff. America's Most Wanted even exists yeah. is because of that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Crazy, dude. Yeah, we're going to have to cut as crazy and disgusting as it is. That's something we need to cover because I feel like that's a crazy story. It certainly is. Uh, he's not a nice man. He wasn't a nice man at all. This nope. this tool character. He is a tool. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so that was our list of or Buzzfeed's list, I should say, yeah. uh, of the top of the fifteen serial killers with some WTF things about them. WTF? What's that mean, Chris? Uh, what the frig? <laughs> oh, I didn't realize we're family friendly. Now. Where's the Where's the falafel? Yeah, I like that. Have you ever had a falafel? Where's the falafel? <laughs> <laughs> remember where's the beef we're gonna have the where's the falafel commercials i do remember where's the beef we're old chris hey how are you enjoying Our- your your lunch i'm great it's great but where's the falafel hey where's that from new york city get a rope i'll always remember <laughs> that root commercial they would always do that one but the one that always stuck in my head was the the cowboys sitting around the fire and the yes. very end was always get a rope <laughs> yes that's the one i always think of too so every time i hear that <laughs> new york city get a rope is the next thing i, I feel like you have to say Oh, man, that's good stuff. All right, my friend, I am done. I'm out of here. I'm done with all these freaky psycho killers. Uh, yeah, I me think too. I'm going to go down the trap door today. I'm not going to go out any windows or front doors. So uh, if you can hit the lights and lock up, I'm out of here. I'm going to hit the lights and lock up. Then I'm going to jump out through the window that I've just locked. And uh, and as soon as I hit the ground, I'm going to run and put in uh, Hocus Pocus so I feel better. So for Christopher Chavez, who's already left through the trap door, I'm Johnny Townsend. As always, everybody, I'm going to hit the lights right now. Uh, stay on. Here I go, jumping out the window. Woohoo!